Hey, welcome back to the How I Made This Record podcast. This week features Nashville engineer, producer, songwriter, guitar player, amazing guy, Mike Moritz. The first half of the episode is an interview with Mike and myself. And the second half is Mike taking apart his new band called Songs to Dance To and their track, Swipe Right. If you want to get a hold of Mike, you can find him at accidentalplan.com. Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about Songs to Dance To? It's a joke. Joke band uh, started from a dream my brother had, and we tried to make it into reality. It's not serious. If you take it seriously, you're an idiot. (laughs) I've known you for a long time, and uh, this is kind of a shift from the power pop type of stuff that you guys did. So why this type of music? We did like more serious stuff and thought it, it never took off. So we wanted something to just not think about and just play. So it was just the stupidest music, the stupidest lyrics, and just go for it. Just have a good time. Let's go back to the dream. What was the dream? Like, was the dream actually about the band Songs to Dance to? Yeah, Kev had a dream where um, the uh, lead singer had... What was the lead singer? He could tell you better. I think the lead singer was wearing tidy whities and had a boner the whole time. (laughs) And then the guitar player was, like, throwing out guitar picks and, like, doing the jerk-off move. Oh, my God. How did the band come to be? Like, take us through the players. How did you find each other? How'd that go? Me and my brother, we had just finished playing with I Believe in Hot Pants. Our drummer moved back to Chicago, and we were looking for something to do. He had his dream. We're like, time to make it reality. So we we were making demos uh, just on our own, and we made the whole album. And then we're like, let's see if we can find idiots who want to play this stuff. Found our lead singer. We knew our lead singer, Sean. He was in bands around the area and he was a bass player but we're like do you want to go david lee roth on this and he's like absolutely so (laughs) and then uh patrick our bass player he's like sure what the hell (laughs) it was kind of let's just do it and then we needed a drummer who was crazy and we posted an ad to craigslist and got a response and the response was a drummer that we had actually played with in another band it's like i know this guy i'm not even going to email him back i'm just going to call him and tell this in the band so as long as i've known you guys you've you've had really good luck with drummers see i i remember seeing the the post or something wasn't it like you know we're looking for someone who can play acdc or like you know, dumb knuckleheaded shit. Yeah, the post was a giant troll, basically, just to <laughs> see who would respond. Um, and uh, yeah, it's you, you got to be better than us, but <laughs> you got to be willing to be dumb. But he responded to the Craigslist ad, not knowing it was us. That's that's hilarious. How does a songwriting work? four songs to dance to we would just uh take guitars into each of our rooms and he's i'll be like i'm gonna come up with the one about the stripper and he's gonna come up with the one about workplace inappropriateness oh that's amazing (laughs) so so y'all would start with kind of like a theme like a lyrical theme yeah yeah okay yep that's Um, great the track that we're gonna listen to today was a collaboration effort but it all came from Let's uh, 
let's write a song about swiping right. That was all the rage. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about the melodies. When you guys would write the songs, would y'all have vocal melodies or was it all kind of like yeah. the way that Sean ended up doing it, which is sort of all over the place? Yeah, he had his own style. We We had melodies for most of this stuff, but he took it to a a new level where it was just he was coming up with basically new characters for every song oh, okay. that we were coming up with and this was just kind of like a mash of metallica screaming and just being awful so, <laughs> <laughs> but to record the vocals on this one we had him literally shotgun a beer right before stepping <laughs> to the mic so that gives you an idea of he had to like get in care. the zone you know yeah yeah how long have you been in nashville how long have you and your brother been uh here? it's going on eight years but what was the thing that you guys used to do with the craigslist narration oh what craigslist sounds like yes and that was uh we would take craigslist ads that were just the best of the worst and come up with characters and 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 that was, they were Nashville Craigslist, right? Some, and then we branched out, and then we were like, the best of Craigslist is a really good source. So aside from the, the what does Craigslist sound like? Um, I mean, you're finding that, that between Songs to Dance to and the, what Craigslist sounds like, it's like the grossest things that me and my brother <laughs> have ever done. Like, it's really not what we really do, but well, you managed to find the the worst. <laughs> I actually got into the Nashville Craigslist scene because you always found killer shit there. Yeah. What what would you say like your your sort of weirdest or most uncomfortable Craigslist experience was? Well, the funniest one was writing the Craigslist ad, getting the response from Justin, and then just me calling him and being like, dude, you're in the band. That's us. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, that's us. Um, but the weirdest one also involves Justin. He's like, dude, I'm going to meet some guy from Craigslist to pick up an organ. Do you want to come with? I need help carrying it. I'm like, yeah, sure. And we showed up. It was somewhere in Goodlettsville. Like, this is deep woods, Goodlettsville. <laughs> and we're rolling through the dude's front yard, and it's like a, a like a haunted theme park. There's like just dilapidated barns and. Uh. We're driving through. It's like no trespassing, private property signs. I'm like, are you sure you want to be here? And he's like, yeah, I'm good. There's a trailer, electrified fence, and just alley cats, like gross alley cats. Is this like a Rob Zombie movie? It sounds like it. (laughs) And he he had no fear. He went up to the door, knocked, nobody there. And then this dude came out like crawling out of the woods practically. He's like, what are y'all doing here? Uh, We called about the organ. (laughs) Oh, well, I've got three back at the house. I can't help you because I'm, like, super sick. (coughs) And then he's, like, shaking, wanting to shake hands after coughing into it. Yeah, trying to lift that organ with two people was, it was, uh, (laughs) it's a, I think it was a Hammond of some sorts, but... Was it like? Did it actually work when once you guys? Yeah, it works. It's 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 not fantastic. I, the thing had to be almost two hundred pounds with no handles to grip in the middle of like creepy electrified yeah, fence in the middle of land. Get me the hell out of here! Yeah, like expect a shotgun to come out at any second. We talked about songs to dance to. Let's let's go back even further to the more. I don't want to say serious, but I will yeah. say serious. You've put out some other music too, haven't you? Sure. Yeah. So tell us about that. One band was called I Believe in Hot Pants, and that's just, that was power trio rock and roll. Um, Where can we get that? 
Bandcamp is probably going to be the best spot. It's still on Spotify. It's still? I listened to it on Spotify today. And what's crazy is you guys are big in Auckland. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know how, like, when you pull up Spotify, there's, like, that thing that says where the top amount of listeners come from in the world? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll do some singer-songwriter stuff. That's on the website. You can catch that. Um, Talk about your brother's record that you did. Man, it sounds awesome. He goes by the moniker Mayor Byrne. B-Y-R-N-E. What was your role on that record? Oh, a lot. I did a a lot of guitar work, a lot of drum work. The only thing that between the two of us that we didn't do was bass. That was all recorded in your studio. Yeah. Your gear. Yeah. You engineered it, and you mixed it, too. That's true. And mastered. Yeah. Mayor Byrne on Bandcamp. Bandcamp.com or whatever. What got you into recording? I was in a band in high school. I knew nothing of recording, and we wanted to lay down some stuff, and this kid had a digital recorder. It was like a hard disk? Yeah, the hard disk. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is cool. I'm like, it actually looks pretty easy. And we, it was either me buying my own digital station or inviting the kid to be in the band just to <laughs> use his shit. It's it, like the guy with the PA. It, you it know? is. And we decided that he wasn't good enough to be in the band. <laughs> that's great, dude. So that's how I got started. I think it's it's becoming more and more rare that people are tracking drums. And I know that's something you've done a lot of. Yeah. Tell us about the kind of rooms that you usually would track drums in. Like, are they special drum rooms? No, they're whatever rooms fit the drums. <laughs> so I've done it in the bedroom before. Uh, the one We did it in the living room of the old house for this this track and then i've done it one of the best drum sounds i ever got was in this apartment building that my buddy was living in during college and he went around to all of his neighbors in the apartment building he's like i'm going to be recording drums on saturday it's going to be loud and they're like oh cool don't worry about it that apartment building got i don't know tore down i like to say that's like the the holy grail the holy grail the mystery if people are tracking drums do you think it's better to track in a, a more live bouncy room that has some ambience or track it in a dead room and then add the stuff later in the session uh i'll save you the hassle and tell you to record it in like a livey room okay and what makes you say that because i've done it in the dead and reverbs just don't cut it so you just you end up coming out like like casey and the sunshine band like like rumors just like super tight dead like abbey road drums yeah um And you can even get those sounding good, and it just sounds kind of phony baloney. The more I do it, the more it's just get yourself a good set of room mics, because that's probably 80% of the drum sound. As long as I've known you, especially in the last five years, I think your guitar amp collection is pretty unbelievable. It's stupid. It is really stupid. It's, It's like an amp farm. What kind of amps do you have here at the studio? If somebody was going to come track with you and they wanted to go that see, route, what we do you got have? called the Atomica. I got an '83 Cameron mod JCM 800. That's uh, that was like I think they called it the Cantrell mod. It was like supposed to be like Allison Chains. Awesome. Like, then an AC 15, 66 Bandmaster. Let's kind of talk a little bit about your programming skills, because you also do a lot of programming, don't you? Sure. How'd you get into programming? Came from being on a trip to a theme park, some song, and it was like super poppy. I'm like, what is that song? I got to know what that song is. And it was um, Owl City and Carly Rae Jepsen. Like, I got to write a song about a theme park like that. So I did. And then I'm like, hey, that was pretty easy. I'm going to write some more. And then I 
popped out an album and then kept doing it. And it's one of those things where you can start with an idea like so small and build on it really fast. What's the best way for them to get a hold of you to do any sort of recording, engineering, mixing? www.accidentalplan.com. All right, this is Mike with Accidental Plan Studios. What we're going to do is take a look at kind of how to for the uh, Songs to Dance to Songs Swipe Right. We'll go ahead and start with the drums. Let's do it with no effects on them. Kick in. Kick out. Top snare. Bottom snare. Too many times, I won't go through them all. Hear them a little bit. Okay, and then your overhead left and right. And then a pair of rooms. So that's all the uh, drums. Now I'll throw on whatever effects I had on. Mostly just compression, some EQ too. All right, cool. Obviously you can tell that was recorded to a click. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. That was all live. Bass. There it is. Without effects. This is just the direct input from the bass. And then with the effects back on it. That's just a compressor and a little sub bass enhancement. Nothing too crazy with that. guitar we didn't use amps so this is just <laughs> all right guitar one guitar two guitar three guitar four and then they actually hear what those sound like Guitar one. Guitar two. Guitar three. And four. And then all together. This is all guitar rig. They all seem to complement each other pretty good. That's what we did for the guitar, nothing too fancy. 
It's all fake. to call on not so many options have a new goal every day these are the leads straight from the mic after shotgunning a beer has a cat maximum power so a lot of um too smart bizarre vibrato happening in there and that's what they sound like a process why bother to come on not so many options have a new deasser more eq compression more eq more compression a lot of stuff on the vocals yeah so it's <laughs> all you can do to make that sound cool right swipe left swipe left swipe right this we didn't do anything but throw out mics and just start getting stupid. I'll just bring them in one by one. Swipe left, swipe left, swipe right, swipe left, swipe left, swipe right. There's doublers on it and whatnot. Swipe left, swipe left, swipe right. Swipe left, swipe left, swipe right. This one is called Swipe Bro, is what I named this one. Swipe left, swipe left. Swipe right. Oh yeah, and then swipe bro swipe too. Left. Swipe left. Swipe right. Nice. And swipe mumbles. Swipe left. Swipe left. Swipe right. I found that it, it's when you add the stupid and really swipe off left. tempo stuff that's swipe when right. it starts sounding like a real gang of vocals. So then all together. Swipe left. Swipe left. Swipe right. Face. Swipe left. Too smart. Swipe left. Prostitute. Swipe fun, right? Face. That's Swipe fun. Left. Too smart. Prostitute. Uh, the last is the solo, which we cut everything live, and this is the one thing we kept from the live session of the guitars. And I'll just throw it with the amp on it, because otherwise it sounds terrible. So yeah. Wound up keeping something from the initial tracking besides the drums, which is always fun. Thanks for listening. Here is the final version of Tinder Swipe Right by songs to dance to.
you like this podcast, then you should absolutely check out Song Exploder, which is similar to this and actually inspired me to make my podcast. And if you're a recording geek, which I'm assuming you are since you made it this far, you need to check out Liz Shaw's podcast, Recording Studio Rockstars. There's a ton of good advice, awesome interviews with professionals who do this for a living, and Liz is just an all-around cool guy. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe and leave me a positive review. Thanks again. See you at the next song.